Welcome to the Roldorf Cafe podcast, brought to you from sunny Gastown. Welcome back, everybody. So in today's show, we have some really unique topics and we have a special guest. So today's topic is going to be about the hunt. And we're gonna talk about some new drops to come into Roldorf & Co this week. Talk about our videos and our association with Moonsinger Media. And then we're going to talk about Negronis. Good stuff. Good stuff. Always. Let's get with it. Kino. Hola. How's it going? Good and yourself? Excellent. Good news. Our main thing, our main thing today is, is going to be kind of interesting because uh, that that came from a video we saw recently. So, that so, was a good so, video. So that's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. So I uh, can't wait to uh, to talk a little bit more about <laughs> that and, uh, and our special guest. Our very special guest. Yes. We're drinking some drinks today. Normally on the <laughs> Rolled Off Cafe we'll have scotch. Yeah. Well, some form of scotch, anyway. Exactly. But today Special we're doing day. Negronis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and and a, a kind of a Roldorfy Negroni because it's 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 really <laughs> quite potent. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Oh, that is so good. Oh, hello. Good morning. <laughs> Gordon. Gordon's dry. Gordon Bennett. <laughs> One part. <laughs> that voice in the background is. Uh, is our special guest, guest who um, shall remain nameless for the moment. <laughs> you stay there. <laughs> Puntime. Aperitivo is the key thing, but the secret ingredient to this is from Italy, <coughs> made by Poli. Vacamora. Oh, perfect. Yes, this is the business when it comes down to making a Negroni. So I know many of you have used Campari Digit. Find this thing. It'll be in the show notes. It is gorgeous. I love the bottle. I know. It's the cap. Yeah, it is the cap. It's it the, is cap. the cap. Yeah. yeah. It's like a Grolsch bottle. For those of you that drink beer that know Grolsch, yes, indeed. So it just snaps right back on. It is brilliant and hot warming <laughs> and a little bit of uh, orange there thanks to jewels across the street of course because they supplied the uh, the ice because we don't have an ice maker here at Roldorf and co so if you come in here thinking you're gonna get ice sorry you're an ice cruncher i see no i'm not and i was just trying to get rid of it quick <laughs> i'm like i'm not swallowing whole ice <laughs> i'd cry isn't that doesn't that say something about a person if they crunch ice or is it like pregnant women i, uh, I they crunch ice um, i remember mary did that I a feel lot just my terrifying. wife i don't want to swallow like a thing of ice see that's where i think the teeth are for filtering <laughs> fair enough yeah there you go there you go Maybe one day I'll learn that. It's a good test of your manhood to see if you can crunch ice. <laughs> <Man>. Yeah. <laughs> Show dominance. There Without breaking a tooth. Yeah. There you go. 
Without showing any pain. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's our secret guest again. There he is. Jumping in. How dare he? Wow. <laughs> well, should we should we give it away? Ah, uh, might as well. Oh, okay. You're here. You've been you you're the outspoken one here today. Welcome, Scott Taylor, to the Roldorf Cafe for your first appearance with us as video media wizard extraordinaire. Thank you, thank you. Nice to be here. <laughs> How do we meet? We've got a story here. I drifted by uh, your <laughs> shop when it was um, just before it opened, and I saw the, um, the, the well. This was before you had the lettering put on the front glass. <laughs> And so you had the poster up, and it uh, it showed independent horologists. And uh, I was coming back from work late one night, and uh, I sort of did a bit of a double take because I was like, "Horologists? Is this is this a watch shop?" <laughs> and uh, it caught my caught my fancy, and I thought, "Oh, I'll have to look them up." And I saw the website there, so um, I went along and looked at the website. I saw there was a bit of a British bent to it. I came in either the day after or it was very soon after. Saw the place and was like, wow, this is, really, <laughs> this is a really nice shop. And of course, we got chatting about uh, Bramont and uh, Nomos and a few of the other watches you had in. And then, of course, uh, it all went from there. We'll, we'll talk about that, I'm sure. It was just a, a complete serendipitous happenstance of walking past and seeing, seeing your shop and, uh, and getting in, uh, interested, so I came to check it out. It's strange how that can happen sometimes. I know, that's when you're above ground. Not only somebody that likes watches that likes to do videos, but one that is a Brit that likes watches that likes to do videos and music <laughs> Unheard of. and stuff like that. Unheard of. Where, where did that come from? I don't know. God know. sent. There you go. I know. You know, it almost feels like the Brits will rule the world one day. <laughs> We've done it once, we'll do it again. You did? Really? <laughs> oh. Well played. <laughs> I'm sure it was asked for about five minutes sometime in the 18th century. <laughs> Went downhill from there. <laughs> So this is good. This is this is fantastic. Yeah, we've done we've done some um, really interesting, interesting videos um, recently, and I think this is this is something that if you didn't know we've been doing these videos, you should drop along to uh, the YouTubes and check it out because we got a channel, a good channel, man. Yeah. When I hear channel, I just think of being in Britain in the, in this like growing up in the 70s where you didn't really have a remote control okay, remote the, control was like <laughs> was like this mic with a big long lead connecting to the uh, TV uh-huh. and it had a it had a clunk to it you had these big buttons on it and it's like <laughs> Chunk. The remote control back in my in my time was I was the remote controller. It was like send Scott to go and change the channel. <laughs> we had four channels growing up, but yeah. <laughs> so yes, so that that that's the thing. We so, have, so we do have a channel. You like it? We have oh, one fan it. at least. This oh, is good. The only <laughs> we definitely need more subscribers, so if you I should totally subscribe. Like a hundred thousand by like the end of this year. Yeah, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Wow, you know, who knows? But it's nice stuff. It's really nice. Dude, Scott did a fantastic job on like all of them. Yeah, we've done we've done come some of those A A C M G R P videos. ASMR, I think ASMR. You, <laughs> yeah, you always get me with that. I'm like, where is he going with this? Dyslexia. <laughs> yes, yeah, so there is a new one we just put up, which is a, a sort of bit of a revision of the the Captain Miller video, mm-hmm. and I uh, just just figured that there was a way we could actually make uh, more of a an ASMR version of that. Some, something I personally 
enjoy watching and uh, and I know a lot of other people do too so we have one of those but this whole thing started because um, well as we just alluded to uh, came by your shop and was really impressed with the place and I, I have uh, a hobby <laughs> of making like little bits of media film and I uh, I think at the time I was I was just looking in your shop and I thought, well, this place looks really great. I'd love to, like, film you guys just doing your thing, doing, you know, just working on the watches at the bench and all that. And uh, so I asked you and uh, you, 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 you were sort of intrigued and you said, yeah, sure, you know, let's do that. I don't think you, you knew quite where it would go or how it would turn out. I never know where anything's going to go. Yeah, you never know. So and, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. And the thing yeah. is, I have a nice, uh, it's not, not a terribly, like, brilliant one, but it's a good cinema camera, a Blackmagic Cinema 4. Okay, and uh, and some decent lenses, and uh, I knew like I could you know film some nice little sort of art film sort of thing, mm-hmm. and so uh, I came in here, spent a couple of hours, and just filming you guys doing your thing, put it together, and then showed you the result, and you were uh, I think pleasantly surprised, <laughs> and uh, and then you were like, can can we have more black and white? <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, so you know we ended up with this this nice video that just showcased uh, just just rolled off and co in general. Yeah. And uh, and then I, I sort of said, well, you know, we can always do more. There's, uh, you know, uh, filming watches, etc. And and that was uh, something else we started. And you were nice enough to uh, lend me a couple of the watches to film. And um, like that's how we ended up with the Bramont Arrow and uh, cool. and some of the, the other watches. And they just came out looking pretty good, <laughs> if I yeah. say so myself. Pretty perfect. So this is this is the thing. I think um, we've we've really enjoyed doing it so far. We would we would love to to hear what people would like to see because um you know with without feedback we're we're just like ultimately a fart in a jar (laughs) just floating around yeah that's that's what you went for (laughs) we we aim high here (laughs) exactly so so this is the thing it's like we we can we can do all kinds of neat things we we would just love to know what people are interested in seeing you know whether it be bench stuff or whether it be different brands whether you want you want to see us actually talking about watches like i mean i mean we, i'm a really big fan of adrian at bark and jack so um aside from the fact that he's another brit and we will rule the world one day <laughs> um i think i think that i you know that maybe maybe you want more of that that kind of content and uh, being independent we can give independent content yeah. uh, as well too so yeah, exactly we, we are not beholden to uh, to uh, smooch the rump of the uh, of the providers <laughs> we can we can talk about them oh, in I've all the nauseating details you've been smooching uh no i don't smooch. Um, no i don't smooch no no that's that's one that's one thing i i absolutely yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> yes yes kino if you haven't seen kino's instagram or don't follow kino the watchmaker don't on instagram that. you really should <laughs> Um, no, you should unfollow. He's, he's got too many followers. Unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's 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 been gathering quite the followers because uh, he's he is you you are quite quite uh, honest with your opinions with things, and I love that. You know, this isn't one of those uh, one of those companies where we say, oh. You know, this isn't necessarily the opinion of the company. <laughs> no, 
it you know it's it's an opinion of a person which is which is great and i'm i'm all all for that and i love the fact that when you when you see it you see it and we could do more we could do videos about that too and we can explain why of course and we can even talk about that kind of stuff on 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 the podcast me too. just roasting like watches for like 40 <laughs> minutes give me the opportunity don't tempt me yeah. <laughs> But these these are all things that in 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 the future, and I think this uh, our association now with uh, uh, with Moonsinger is just ab- absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's uh, really symbiotic, and I re- I really enjoy doing doing videos uh, with you. And it's I'm, I can't wait till we do the next one, dude. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I'm never not happy when I see a video. I always enjoy making them. I mean, for me, it's uh, not just a hobby; it's therapy. <laughs> There's something very calming and uh, uh, nice about editing stuff. Uh, I, you know, th- I a lot that. of people find it a pain in the ass, uh, and I understand why. It's just for me. Um, it's because I sort of have a background more in music production, uh, in orchestral scoring, and in some of my videos, you'll see, uh, well, you'll hear anyway, uh, you know, orchestral music I've written. There's a translation of writing music uh, to editing a film that's very similar. Yeah. And so when I'm editing the videos, it's it's just it's it's actually kind of hard not to zone out and just kind of relax too much to the point where you, I end up sort of not falling asleep, but I get into a bit of a trance when I'm doing it. But uh, I think yeah, so I, enjoy I think it. people can relate to that kind of thing. You need that in your life mm-hmm. uh, to have that other thing. For me, it's photography. I I love photography, <laughs> and I I just zone out there. Yeah. You know because I've been working on watches for you know most of my life. And so, or doing something technical for most of my life. And I, you know, I love the creative aspect of, of, of being able to direct what I'm doing um, with the images that I see, mm. right? And, and it's so calming, it's so relaxing. And not everything is going to be great, and, <laughs> and, uh, and that's okay too. But it's like striving for something that makes you calm. Watchmaking does that, though, I was about too. to say. I'm like, put me in the bench, and I'll just lose, I'll lose track of time while assembling <laughs> Yeah, walls. some people like to garden. Like my wife, Mary, she, she loves gardening. And there if she could go. have a big garden and, and, and spend tons of hours there, it's a place of zen. That'd be cool. Watches are like that. When you get into repairing a watch, you yeah. can be in a place of, of zen put on your headphones or, or, or earbuds and yeah. just go to town with some music that you like and uh, away you go it's brilliant so i totally get that um from uh, you know with what you were saying about needing that that outlet as it being therapy and it being therapeutic well i produce a lot of different type of media and uh, and so it's um, it's funny how certain types of media are work and other types of media are, are hobby and relaxing. Right. <laughs> and video yeah. and filming, it definitely comes under that. And it's, there was like a, a little video I made. Uh, I had no specific intent in mind. I just, this was soon after I got my video camera, uh, the, my film camera, and I was interested to go out and, um, and just shoot something with it. And yeah. I think this was, uh, this was the summer of 2019. And uh, I just uh, took a, a walk along Coal Harbor, the waterfront there, and just stopped off and just anything that uh, picked my fancy, I just filmed it and just went along until I sort of got um, uh, closer to Stanley Park. And so I just had this uh, whole bunch of footage from around about like 5 p.m. till night 
and uh, and the the very last shots of the video was actually at the uh, um, the convention center, and we've got this really nice shot of like all the the wonderful lights, and it's very it's like pitch black, uh, you know, so North Van you could barely see, it's just a bunch of lights on the horizon, but this whole video. Um, I set it to uh, some really nice music that I made, and uh, it's just it's it doesn't say anything, and yet it's it's a snapshot in time. It's it's right. almost like uh, in fact I put it on uh, this uh, this um, Vancouver history uh, thing because it's like uh, this is a Facebook group where unfortunately I think it's defunct now, but like they they had photographs and, and video uh, images of Vancouver throughout time and I said well uh, this isn't historic but this will be eventually <laughs> so it's like this is a snapshot in time of Vancouver at this particular point right now and a lot of people appreciate it for that reason so it was just that was an example of I just have the need to create and do something yep. and uh, that really came together very very quickly and very nice and so uh, sometimes when I'm making uh, the watch vids uh, or doing doing things here it's, it's that similar sort of idea we never we never know exactly where it's going what we're going to do we have a basic plan and uh, like when we did the Halios assembly videos mm -hmm. uh, we, of course we had a, a distinct plan of what we're working on but in terms of how we shot yeah. and everything that was just kind of made up and we worked together to make it happen and get those angles and and views that you hear and then and then uh, the sounds uh, as well yeah this is a very satisfying process where we just ended up with uh, a ton of really nice footage to use yeah and, and that that camera really provides a nice crisp uh, yeah. 4k image um, so, but in a very film style, not not just like your typical digital camera. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it just ended up looking really nice. I think actually one of the, one of the funnest shots is is seeing Bonnie work on her watches, and then there's this glorious shot of a Seiko tuna can on her right. arm. It's, it's, it's almost like a perfect advert for Seiko. Like, what's that and, doing? Man? Who put that there? Which is funny because the the whole you know video is supposed to be about Halios. <laughs> so yeah. Seiko is just like, yeah, I'm taking over this one. Yeah, that 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 watch is. Very is a very very fun watch, and uh, she, she yeah she. I've, I've been tempted to buy watch. one a few times. And I'm looking at that, and I, yeah. I, I don't usually care for Seiko. I have to admit, it's not usually a brand. I don't get excited about Seiko. I know a lot of people do, and a lot of people really love like the SKX and and various other ones you can name. And I'm looking, I'm like, eh, they don't do much for me. But the tuna can, I look at that, and like, you know what? You you might have me. Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might have to buy you. <laughs> But the interesting thing out of all of this is that you like watches. Mm -hmm. And you've liked watches for a while. Oh, yeah. So tell us about that. I guess, uh, like most kids, I had, uh, you know, sort of cheap LCD Casio watches as a kid. Uh, so my dad bought me my first one. I must have been five or six years old at the time. And I've been through various brands of Casio. I think it's just because they're cheap. Like, you know, it's the one thing that as a kid you're going to be able to afford. Yeah. Like, you can save your pocket money and get an F91W. I definitely had, like, at least two of those growing up. And I did have, like, a really cheap uh, old G-Shock uh, when I was about 11 years old. I'd, I'd, I remember not liking it all that much because it, it looked fancy, but it didn't do much. <laughs> and so, ah. and it's, uh, it seemed like, oh, it does all these cool things, but it really doesn't because it's got lots of stuff written on it. But it, yeah. it was one of the older G-Shocks. Like, the newer G-Shocks are amazing. If, if we'd had those when I was a kid, I never would have changed. Um, I had, like, the, the calculator watch. I remember seeing Back to the Future oh, right. way back when in the cinema. And I, I had one of those, too. <laughs> I said to my Seiko dad, it's like, I so want yeah. one of those. And the amount of cheating I did in exams with the calculator watch Classic. was great. <laughs> How'd you get away with that in England? Because they I, didn't I, know. They had no clue. No, <laughs> and then I upgraded, and it uh, the most expensive watch I'd ever bought myself 
was this Casio data bank watch, which had like a like a t- two-sided sort of thing. So it was like it had the display and it had like a keyboard and it was yeah. like a full keyboard. And uh, that thing cost me £49.95 from Argos. And uh, that was that was a mind-blowing uh, sum for me to spend on a watch. And I was desperately trying to make my, uh, sure my parents never found out that I bought this thing. Until uh, in 2001, after years of, of pining for it and wanting it, I bought... My first ever luxury watch, which was the uh, Omega Seamaster 300M, the reference 253180, the, the Bond watch, the only watch that is proper Bond, in my opinion. <laughs> and that was an absolute, totally mind-blowing sum of £1,050. Yeah. Which was, it just made me, like, completely lose it when the guy at Goldsmiths told me that's how much it was. I didn't <laughs> realize watches could even come close to costing that much. I think a lot of people have that that sticker shock i think um oh, yeah yeah i think uh, i mean people that know watches they they jump in and they they see a thousand dollars and they go okay well that, that that's what it is or two thousand dollars or three thousand yeah. dollars but for the average person just like <laughs> you were at that time yeah. when it comes down to watches oh, that's eye-opening. it's a massive <laughs> thing and it's a massive jump to actually pay a thousand dollars for you for 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 one yeah. of those first watches oh, yeah. and this is where nomos comes in right oh i think right. i think that's that that's the allure for 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 nomos right there i mean you've got all the tick marks for something really nice and the price is is very reasonable, and people can actually wrap their heads around the value of the the concept of paying yeah, that right. much. For oh yeah, a watch. They, they totally look like they're worth as much as the sticker price is. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If not more, actually. I mean, just to um, put it into perspective, at the same time I bought the the Seamaster, which I bought on a credit agreement. I put 150 pounds down because there's no way I could have afforded that right out. Yeah, 150 pounds down and paid something like 91 pounds every month for 10 months and it was on a uh, interest-free credit scheme yeah so as long as you paid it off within a year you didn't pay anything extra so mm-hmm. it, it only cost me a thousand fifty but at the same time the guy had uh, had offered me a rolex submariner because he was like well you know here's the comparable model you know of rolex and i forget how we got onto it we were just discussing it and so I had these two side by side. The Rolex at the time cost about £3,500. So it was way more than the Omega. But I remember looking at the two side by side and thinking, it was like, the Rolex kind of seems cheap and like, you know, it's like, is this real? It kind of seems like it might be fake because the bracelet on it was just the jangliest bunch of rubbish I'd ever seen in my life versus the Omega bracelet, which was easily one of the best selling points of that watch. Still is. I think it's that's kind of my gold standard for watch bracelets even today. Of course, I kind of wish that I'd bought the Rolex just the, the, uh, as an investment the, yeah. as an investment Today if, if I had if I'd had any idea of course paying the 1050 was like you know more than I could manage uh, so there's just no way I would have been able to do it but yeah what a what, wasn't what? that in England called at the time hired purchase Higher purchase, yes. HP. Yes, yes. Yeah, when I discovered that, oh my God, I, I bought <laughs> laptops and uh, TVs and all sorts of stuff on that. Because it was great, because it was interest-free. So as long as you paid it off within the time limit, yeah. you were you didn't actually end up paying, like, you know, uh, you know tons, tons of extra money. I bought a telly like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From there, there used to be a, um, a a store called Granada in the I UK. I remember that. <laughs> and so you could go in there and get a, a, a TV on HP. And yeah. that was one of the first things I did when I got uh, my job at Rolex, was to go out and put my my 
first paycheck into a hide purchase TV from Granada. So this stuff has never actually really gone away because now we have the same thing and we have it in store here called um, Paybright. Oh God, it's so genius. You know, I mean, like, ah. it's like, yeah, here you can get your watch and yeah, pay, paid over a few months and away you go. Sometimes it can be interest-free, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's just that it's you got just a way cooler in. name now. Yeah. Paybright. Pay bright. Yeah. Yeah. It's the bright way of paying. It. Gotcha. There you There's go. your tagline. You see, there it is. <laughs> Marketing geniuses, those people. Before we get into our main topic here of the hunt, I think we should talk about... Um, some of the uh, the new drops that we've we've got in Ooh. store right now. Yes, we do. So I think one of the big things uh, that arrived actually uh, today in the store is an order uh, from Nomos. This has been very exciting because I think, like most people, have realised um, around the world that you know watches are uh, you know and most things are a bit hard to come by right now because of. COVID and the disruption to supply chains and everything else. So there's some things that, you know, I think out of all, all of that stuff, we've learned that we have to be patient. And you know what? The, That's a hard thing for just some people. It's to, hard for me, man. It's hard for I'm, you. I'm, I'm like oh Mr. Gosh, Instant Gratification. No. Yeah, it's yeah. like me too. I ordered straps and like the next day I'm checking the like tracking. Like, like, where is it? Why where is, is it, it not is it? in Canada yet? That's the thing, but... <laughs> You know, I, I, I've gone into local, uh, a, a, a store that I go to uh, in uh, Olympic Village to get some scotch where I normally go because they've got a really good selection. There's no, there, there's nothing interesting there. It's like, it's almost like the shelves are half empty. <laughs> like, I'm looking at that going, oh, okay, so, uh, so this really is a thing. Where, where's the supply? And I think every, everybody's having to wait. And you know what? This is a great thing. I think this is really good. I think this is great for humanity at the moment because it's teaching people patience. Yeah, but then... We've forgotten about patience. We have smartphones. We have Twitter. Okay. We, have, we, can, we can express ourselves so instantly. We've expressed it before we've actually even touched the keyboard. It's crazy. There's a lack of uh, enjoying the anticipation, the, the, the mouth-watering moment of, come on, <laughs> let me have it. <laughs> exactly. That build-up to that Christmas present, etc. Yeah, so, uh, exactly. Mm -hmm. And that, that kind of gets into this other topic, which we're going to put on, just, just hold off on for a moment. Back pocket. But look at the two incredible watches from Nomos that we've got in front of us. Okay, well, these, these are uh, two of the, 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 the latest dial colors for their club campus that have come out. I'll, I'll just, I'll put this in front of the microphone so that all the people can see it. There you go. You're getting a good view of that. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, I think uh, light gray velour strap on it. Ooh. On that particular one that you're holding there, Scott, uh, which is the grey dial. Grey dial with an orange accent. It's a it. splash of orange is really... Oh, really I great. think the guys at Nomos were actually having Negronis when they, uh, <laughs> when like, when when they designed this. You think they, they were, were sketching, <laughs> they were sketching uh, in, in Berlin and, and uh, just going out for a night and they were just like, oh yeah, this is it. Oh, damn, you know, this great, the, the neutral grey is going to go with everything, but ooh, that splash of orange. It's amazing. And the one that you've got in your hand, Kino, with the orange dial. Dude, it's nice. Oh, 
My <laughs> you love the splash of orange. God. Well, I hope you like the whole dial. You orange. know, and and I have to say, that's nice. You know, I know, I know, I've I've said this about Nomos, and you know, we have been talking about you know being quite honest. Signal Hort for one of their dial names, which is Signal Red, really was an orange, but this is actually this really is an orange. This is orange. It's yeah. gorgeous. It's, oh my it's God. very striking, isn't it? It's it's very. Um, it's almost like it's it's not uncomfortable to look at, but it's it's so damn sharp. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's uh, very nice. So yeah, you should you should definitely come down here and take a look at this. It's yeah, nice. I like this orange man. You know, it does look. Good. And if even if you can't get down here, jump onto the uh, Nomos website and and search these new club campuses out, and you'll see what we're talking about. We'll we'll add some photographs and do some techno wizardry in the background to be able to link you to this thing, so you don't have to think too much, and you can get your instant gratification to immediately go to it rather than being patient and coming down here and and uh, seeing them <laughs> yourselves but seriously this these these two watches are absolutely Ooh. nuts <laughs> sorry now i've just realized why you say uh, yeah it's a, a splash of orange you should see yeah, <laughs> so, yeah the orange so dial. yes the other one the orange dial is like oh my god yeah that's uh, you know what the crazy thing about this is the sort of mix of the roman numerals and the um uh, the, the the sort of regular but either way, it's it's a it's a very interesting blend of um, of, of things on a watch. It's uh, it, it, does, it, it shouldn't work, and yet it uh, it somehow it does. really does. And nice, that's yeah. that's the Nomos wizardry that they have there at Blinablau in Berlin. As a very fun uh, video I watched, it was uh, maintaining Patek Philippe, I think it was, and one of the one of the watchmakers who's working on these these very expensive watches, he's wearing a Nomos. <laughs> there you go. You that says a lot, yeah. right there. Even the big guys. How did he get through the front door wearing that? He smuggled it in. I know he did. I don't know, but it was it was quite clear and present in the video, so I couldn't help but feel. Oh, that's a bit subversive. <laughs> like, could you imagine? Could you imagine, like? Someone walking into Rolex, a watchmaker walking into Rolex with a Seiko on his wrist. So, you know what's funny? When I. Worse than that. Uh, yeah, actually, worse than no, that. No, there's something worse than that. No, yeah, and I have it. Oh, you do? Yeah, I do have it. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. So you think you have it? I do. Okay, bring right. it on. So, when I, when, I, when I was in school and I had to go to Rolex for that like two uh, week training period, yeah. um, I had one of the uh, Omega um, heads. Uh, come to my school before that mm -hmm. and they knew that we were going to Rolex and I think someone was was like oh um, and he was wearing sorry he was wearing an Omega tie and someone was like oh my god wouldn't it be funny if someone wore that to Omega <laughs> and guess who puts up their hand you are a shit disturb oh I so am so beautiful the guy lends it to me he's like here you go Kino go wear it so <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm so I'm so proud I'm so happy to go wear this thing the uh, Omega head leaves and my teacher's like, there's not a goddamn chance you're putting that on that Rolex. I'm like, fair enough, fair enough. That I'm was keeping, worth a shot. I'm no. keeping it though. <laughs> no, so it's on eBay for a fortune. <laughs> so is that worse? No. I'm, I am very pleased to say I can trump that. Imagine wow. this. All right. Imagine All right, somebody, somebody walking into Rolex Geneva as a watchmaker <laughs> wearing a Bamford edition Rolex. Oh, that's right. They hate that word. They they yeah, that word. I'm they sure do. there are microphones across the company, and the moment <laughs> you like, say bam. that B word, it's like, yeah, the the security are on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah sir, no. can you please leave? It's like, oh, I work here. It's like, no, you're still gonna have to leave. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> How brilliant is that, though? Yeah. How brilliant is that? So, dude, Bamford makes some nice stuff. See, side you guys, you guys decide which which trumps, but I'm I'm going for Bamford. I don't know the mm. Omega tie. I think that would have been a beautiful time. <laughs> they would have hated me for life. <laughs> I, I went to the uh, to the Rolex boutique wearing my Omega. <laughs> That's fine though. That's like doable. Actually, the, the better one was when I went to Omega wearing my. Uh, well, it's not a fake Omega, but it's an Omega homage. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. They're like. What the? What? What? They're like, oh, it looks kind of similar. Ah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Well, I mean, the rest of me was all frayed and, you know, screwed. So it's, it's not like they looked at me thinking I was made of money. <laughs> so, which is kind of ironic considering how much I've spent on watches, you know? Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I think, dude, did we get uh, an all-round two thumbs up for these watches? Dude, for I these, four, absolutely. If I had two more hands. Yeah? Yeah. That, okay, are we yeah, allowed to discuss how much they are? Yeah, so I think these guys are actually like, what? They're they're alpha clubs. So I think they're about... Around 2,000... Oh, to, like uh, 2,832, around there. Yeah, yeah that, that is an amazing value for money for those, because I was just playing with one just now, and I play with the movement, and it feels really nice. Like, you can always tell when a movement's, you know, really good when you feel oh, it. You and it's like, proper in-house, too. Did it feel really crunchy? No, it didn't Because apparently that kind of goodness feels crunchy. No, that means your watch is kind of messed up. <laughs> I don't like that person. These, these have got a nice heaviness to them, and uh, and the wind is really nice and precise, so it's like, yeah. Not crunchy. Crunchy? No, not no, crunchy. No, I think, I think crunchy is it. You know what crunchy means? Yeah. It's I, not lubricated. It, it, That's what that means. <laughs> Get your watch checked out. I don't want to say his name, but you know who it is. Well, 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 there's a name attached to crunchy. I'll do it. Oh! I don't want to uh, <laughs> Those of you that watch it, Inky might figure that one out. No, you'll know immediately. <laughs> it's so crunchy. It's like gravity or okay, something. Okay, when we're editing this, we're going to put the crunchy sound. Oh my god, please do. Just do a little sound clip there. Oh god. And then you'll look and then you'll listen to me and you'll be like, ah, oh, that's what it is. That's hates. what it Got is. It. Yeah, yeah. So the other thing that we got in um, this mm. week. Mm. Are the uh, resupply of uh, Autodromo groupies? Oh gosh, yes, those are so good. Those are so good. I love them. Do you have Do you have one particular one that? It's the same one you want. It's the same one that ten other people want. Right, that yeah. Corsica. Jeez. Oh my gosh. It is a nice color. Yeah. Dude, the blue with the pink, dude. It's yeah. like the perfect eighties. Yeah. It's like I want it. I know. I want it bad. That bracelet too. Dude, he did a stellar job. I completely agree. Mm. And it it is one of those watches that you can't look at photographs of. No. Well, you can't. You, the you, photographs you can. are really good. Yeah. yeah, you can. If you look at... I took some photographs of this, and this is going to be a crazy <laughs> plug. A direct plug. <laughs> a direct plug for, for some of the photographs. But I did some photographs of that because I had a, a shirt <gasps> That's and right. white jeans that yeah, were... Um, color that just seemed to work with that watch. But... If you if you look at just general photographs, the general photographs just do not seem to do that watch any justice whatsoever. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that when you if somebody tries to explain it to you, you're like, no, that can't work. That's gonna, uh, that, that's <laughs> yeah, just just that's so true. no 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 no. But this is one of those watches that will surprise the pants off you. Yeah. Might even go might even go one step further. What's that? Uh, well, unless you're commando already. <laughs> well, I've got some. You see, you. <laughs> that, that. Your, your pants will be removed when you see this one. 
Yeah, it's it's funny in in terms of like talking about pictures of watches because uh, I mean uh, I mean I bought many a watch in my time, and it's always funny when you look at uh, advertisement materials, particularly um, and and it's a bit of a shame because up close and, and personal they are completely different to how they look. But uh, Bremont watches, like I saw the um, uh, I think it's the blue version of the S five hundred, the Supermarine. And uh, to, to look at a picture of it, it really doesn't look that alluring when you see it, like just on the Vermont website. The the uh, the advertising materials for it are not that great. But then when you see it, like in a video or like you know, up close and personal, it's an entirely different experience. It's yeah. like this is a completely different watch, even though you yeah. see, you know, okay, I that's agree. definitely mm-hmm. the picture. But there's there's something about them. This is why it's it's really handy to, to uh, look at uh, video reviews of these kinds of watches I'm kind of almost segueing into a plug for hey you should check out our reviews <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but at the same sure. time mm-hmm. there's a good reason for that is because um, yeah sometimes uh, the pictures of these things do not do them any justice you need yep. to see them sort You've of moving see yeah. Yeah, yeah I quite agree That's true. I quite agree yeah. so yes we have autodromos uh, in here if you want to see them in person um I don't like using that term in the metal, but just come down in person, hold them in your hands, put them on your wrist, and you will absolutely see that they're incredible. They are really, really lovely pieces, and you'll be blown away by the um, um, uh, Corsica, which is currently, at this moment, sold out worldwide. Yeah. Um, Typical. I mean, that just says something, you know? I mean, like, that's... If it's sold out worldwide. I have heard that there's going to be another color. I've heard the name of the other color, but I haven't seen the watch yet, and I don't know uh, when it will drop. But I just look at the Corsica and go, if it's happened once, it can happen twice. Let's put, put me down for 12. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <Why not>? Scalper. <laughs> sell 11 of them on eBay. There you go. Accurum, Accurist, Accurankle. Dude, every, Everywhere. Everything, man. Yeah. Yeah, completely. So, let's get into um, to our main topic tonight. Mm. The hunt. Oh, yes. Yes. The hunt. I think most people can um, equate to this where, you know, they've heard about something. They've seen an article, mm-hmm. read an article, I should say. Get seen some photographs, get yeah. really worked up about something. And especially if it's something something uh, unique or vintage yeah uh, you know okay fair enough you know um, something can just spark your imagination and then you go after it (laughs) and you go like crazy to find it pursue it it relentlessly to the ends of the earth because (laughs) I think like like most people they like to to be able to especially in the vintage world to be able to find the best possible oh, condition gosh, watch for the right. least possible price and <laughs> and uh, and just go 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 of course and then you get it and, it's like, and it oh. arrives in the post <laughs> and it's like you, you, you're you opening the box <laughs> and you can you can hear the ASMR video that, that's <laughs> about to be made as you're opening this thing oh, yeah. and then there's a bass drop is it a good one? Disappointment no. sets in. This it is. is it's it's like you get it on your wrist and you're like <laughs> oh, <laughs> mediocre <laughs> subpar. No. Yeah. Mm, has it happened? Has like you know, has it happened yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um well I had I had a Yema. 
I'm not not saying anything bad about Yama. They're sweet. Um, but I have a little bit of French background, so I kind of wanted like a little French connection there. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, the hunting for like something cool, but I could wear on like a everyday basis type thing. And I really like divers. I found this Yama Superman. I was like, ooh, perfect thing in the entire world. But then there was one thing that really put me off. And God, this pisses me off. It's a 19 millimeter lug width. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, good at that. so <laughs> I like, I was, I was like, ah, you suck. But I kind of like you. I'll take a, I'll take a risk. I'll take a jump. But I was searching for this for so long, like so much research and everything. But okay, so I, I got the watch and I was like, I put it on and I was like, ah, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta undo this crown every time I need to turn the bezel. And I ah. thought that was cool. I thought I liked their bezel lock, but now I'm like, damn, that sucks. It was just kind of a letdown. I thought it would be like more than that. I thought it would like bring me so much joy. And I was like. Ah, I thought this would solve all my problems. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just everything. But, all, all the problems. But it was just like a. It was just a. It was a good watch, but I think at the end of the day, it just wasn't for me. Right. Yeah. That's too bad. Then what? Then you sell it. Ah. <laughs> and then. You then you move on to the next then one. You <laughs> buy a sin, and then you're like, "This is Ooh. the best idea I've ever." Finally, had. my see, life that, is. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm in the middle of a hunt right now. Oh, you are. That's right. I'm in the middle of a hunt. I forgot about and, that. You know, you just said something that triggered this oh, thought. Oh, you the, have one too. Uh, the, the glycine airman. Yeah. I haven't got there yet. No. And I've been searching. For a, for a long I time. I wouldn't say relentlessly. But a decent but amount I've, of time. But I've been, I've been searching because I, uh, you know, I like that kind of watch. And I'm just kind of scratching my head going, wow, I, I, yeah, that just seems like a me kind of watch. It is a you kind of watch. It is. So I'm absolutely dying, absolutely dying to to see, and I'm I'm hunting. I'm because you know being a watchmaker, you see the photographs and you're, yeah. you're kind of like ah, uh, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> yep. and then and then you see the price and it's like ah, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. and, and then you see the a, watch finder video and you're like ooh, <laughs> you know, and and so. You know, I'm 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 still searching for 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 that. And I'm when I do pull the trigger on one eventually, because I will, mm -hmm. right? I'm very fearful of the fact that when I actually get it and put it on my wrist, because I don't know anybody that actually has one. No, well, from the design. '60s anyway. Yeah, not the original. Yeah, because I w yeah I want I would really really like a, a '60s watch. Of course, of course. And so. I really don't know. I don't know what what will happen. But I do have a story of sort of a watch that was <laughs> kind of a hunt, and it was kind of an extreme hunt. But I'm going to save that one till the end. But I'm going to say, okay, Scott. Let's hear it. Let's hear your story. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess the closest I can come to that, because most of the watches I've bought, I've been pretty happy with. I mean... There's been a few that I've ordered which have been cheapies that are, you know, purely for review. 
which you get them and then you're like these are a bit crap but then again you know they're not that expensive so you know it kind of goes without saying this harkens back to what i said in the beginning about uh, buying my omega seamaster 300m so oh how things go full circle exactly <laughs> so i had that first watch for 13 glorious years it was my only watch uh, so i i uh, I never really had much of a watch collection. I'd owned several watches at that point, but that was it was an everyday watch. And I trashed that thing. Now, that, that's not in a bad way. I mean, I just enjoyed the hell out of it. That okay. watch was with me in every situation. It was my everyday watch. It was a true, you know, companion watch. It got banged up, scratched up. Cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> and it's, um, it, it desperately needed maintenance by the time we got to the year 10, and I couldn't afford the maintenance on it. And uh, so for a time I was struggling to know what to do with it and eventually ended up selling it. There's a gentleman uh, bought mine off of me uh, despite the condition and I think he paid about 1200 Canadian dollars for it which uh, was less than I wanted but <laughs> considering how much he would have to spend on the maintenance on that thing it's actually that it was a you know, decent deal for him um, but he wanted uh, he wanted to get a bunch because he had a, a bunch of sons uh, and I, I think he had like four sons and he wanted to get one each and at the time they were really hard to get hold of there wasn't that many uh, the, it, you look on eBay now there's more of them but like at the time there wasn't much so um I sold it, and I regretted it ever since. I should have kept it. It's one of those things, never, never, ever <laughs> sell your first luxury watch if you can help it. Um, so then years later, we cut to 2020, and for some bizarre reason, for whatever reason, I just, I was browsing eBay, and I came across one that was in immaculate, con well, it is immaculate, it, it had like a couple of issues, but it was in really good condition, like the dial was in excellent condition, it didn't look like it had seen much sunlight, because the, the one giveaway about that, is the second hand on that thing. It has red paint on the tip. Mm -hmm. Mine had completely faded <laughs> after a couple of years, and they do. It's just that's, you know, being in the sun, they'll, they'll, they'll fade. Um, so this one didn't even have that, and this was um, probably a, like a 15-year-old watch, and it was just, it was, it'd been pretty well looked after. And I managed to find it for about 2,400 Canadian, which is not a bad price considering what you pay now. Like, mm -hmm. they're, they're three and a half to four grand now. This was in Japan, so... I uh, I kind of took took the risk. I bought it. It uh, you know, and, and it's like you say, it's that that mouth watering salivation of I can't wait to get this. <laughs> and it was it was literal pain and agony waiting for this thing to be delivered. And I think it was DHL were delivering it. And it's um, there was a delay. There's customs and all this other crap that gets in the way. And I'm am just biting my my fingers just waiting for this thing to turn up. It finally turns up, and I open the I rip the box apart practically. And, I put it on my wrist and and um, it was five minutes of pure glee <laughs> of like yes I've got it back and then slowly as the reality sets in that I that I've just literally paid near you know with the fees and, and import tax and everything about three thousand dollars purely for the, the that that five minute rush <laughs> I can't wow. help but feel like and and it's not that I think it's about I still think it's a beautiful watch it really is and I definitely recommend the, the recommend that as anyone's first luxury watch but this sort of reality sets in that my love affair with this watch has kind of it's done you know it's it's a good friend but it's not a lover anymore and so as time goes on you know, a couple of months go by and I'm like you know I put it on and every time I wear it it's still a nice uh, watch to wear but I'm just looking at it on the wrist and it's like it doesn't quite give me the same kick as it used to I don't want to wear it in quite the same way 
And uh, as you guys know, because you helped uh, help me sell it, I, uh, I eventually ended up uh, selling that so I could afford a Tudor Black Bay, which is a watch that I have had that same sort of like, you know, love affair reaction with I'm wearing it right now. So, <laughs> so, so that was an example of where like that love affair had been and gone. And, uh, and I, I got a, an initial hit waiting for it that you know the anticipation of it but then when you get in you you know you calm down <laughs> like you know, as you've yeah. you've blown your load finally like here you go you've got it and then you realize oh i just paid a lot of money for something that i <laughs> i didn't really need you know i could have i could have just put this money towards another watch instead <laughs> yeah so yeah. I, I paid a fair amount of money for that initial hit of of uh, dopamine i guess <laughs> yeah i totally get that I've I've got it from a completely different, well, not a completely different perspective, but a different perspective. Mm-hmm. The Roldorf watch. Ah, here we go. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Kino's not impressed. <laughs> Seriously, the, the 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 Roldorf watch. You know, I put it together. I'm crying. And I hated it. We hate you. I put so much effort into it, and I absolutely hated it. So this is the original Rodolf edition, right? What did you think I was talking about? Oh, yeah, the original. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah. 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 What were you thinking? Oh, nothing. (laughs) There's no thoughts going up over here. (laughs) No, seriously. So (laughs) back in uh, 94... Ah, the good old days. I was still 94. in. I was still in naval college back then. Yes. <laughs> I think before there was really ever a thing of sort of these micro brands. I put a, a watch together that that I just thought was such a great idea at the time. It is a good idea. Still. Rectangle case. Ooh. Two different cases. One in fourteen carat. Damn. One in silver. Okay. And Apple saw that and said, hmm, we've got an idea about that. (laughs) Meteorite dial. That wasn't a thing. That wasn't a thing. No. Only one other company had done it at that point. No one else was doing anything like it. And I was just like, no, I'm just going to create one. And so I did. Gold case, silver case, rectangle. Not a very long rectangle either. I think, uh, you know, just... A little bit smaller than than uh, a Nomos Tetra. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. But Tetra is a square. This was yeah. rectangle, and a meteorite dial that was from the Gibeon field in Namibia, and we got Damn. got brought in a meteorite from there and sliced it up and acid etched it, polished it, acid etched it, and uh, made some dials out of it. Made about. I think it was about 35 watches, 30 watches. I can't quite remember. It was such a long time ago. Probably worth a fortune on eBay, right? (laughs) Problem was, it was quartz. Oh, dear. (laughs) Because the case was super slim. Ah, Uh, there you go. Super slim. You may have seen the case. I have seen the case, I think. And then for one of them, I actually made a a round case, but but there weren't many of those. But the build-up to it for me was just like, oh. This is so great. Oh, of course. A Gibeon meteorite, it's not going to rust. You know, there's more nickel than iron, mm. which was the big problem that, that Concord had with their meteorite dial watch <laughs> so there from that time. I thought you were going to talk about <laughs> the aircraft. Because it rusted. <laughs> so, and, so and, the uh, aircraft rusted? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, so it was like, hmm, it's going to be great. Meh. 
<laughs> meh. But was it was it meh just because of the movement, or was it something else? It was everything. It was everything. Yeah. I just, I built it, and I was just like, I'm not going to wear this. <laughs> like, cool, I did a thing. I built this, and I don't care for it. And I hate it because people bought it and loved it. That's you know, awful. some people loved it, and courts at that point were still really, really hot. But I felt like I let myself down. Not because of the quartz, but because I didn't actually like it as much as I wanted to like it. Mm. And it drove me nuts. <laughs> it drove me nuts. And that still haunts me to this day. Like, I don't know why, but it's like, yeah, the build up. Oh, make the dials. Yeah, that's fantastic. Get the movement, get the cases. <laughs> this is brilliant. Put it all together. Put a nice presentation on for it. Meh. <laughs> You're like, I didn't, did I really build this watch? You're like, did I? Oh, I did. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. <laughs> and, and that watch was actually sold in its entirety over at the Bentall Center. Oh, God, I want one so badly. I know, right? Yeah, it's a no. funny thing with quartz watches. Is like the, the most disappointing thing you'll see in a quartz watch is when the, um, the second hand... It's when the second hand doesn't line up with the marks at all, and then you've got other ones which are nailed it exactly. And uh, like, oh, like my, um, I've got an Omega Speedy X33, which like the second hand on that, it just nails every mark perfectly. And I'm like, thank yeah. God, because yeah. <laughs> if it didn't, I'd be annoyed. <laughs> no, true, yeah, true, I know, true. right? And it, it was a disappointment, I have to say. Yet I still see them come. I've, I, I see. I know of one at least that's still in Vancouver. Where most people, I'm sure, just threw them away. I want it. They just threw I them away. They that, were just I like, will give that man everything I own. I'm sure the gold cases were just melted. Oh dear. <laughs> you know. And you see, hey, you know what? Silver case before Tudor. You know, yeah. Just uh, yeah. 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 There you go. But hey, silver tarnishes. But Tudor's done one better than that. So. Mm. Yeah, apparently people are really into patina cases these days <laughs> so with bronze. I will never quite understand that, why, you, why you'd want a watch that looks like it's rotting. But <laughs> If I had a bronze case, I'm not going to lie. I would high polish it like every, every day. day. Exactly. I don't want it. I don't want it. There would always rusty. be a case of Brasso nearby. <laughs> oh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. My desk. Hey, there it is. <laughs> it is nearby. Cape Cod. Yeah. Oh, done. Oh, that's okay. yeah. uh, Bra uh, Brasso or Buckley's, it's the same stuff, basically. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So that's it. So. Mm. That's the story. So we, we would love to hear your stories of the hunt. And we, we have to say that this, this whole thought of, of the talk about the hunt mm. for watches came, came from a video that we saw from Adrian at Bark and Jack. And it was just like, yeah. It's his newest one. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. either his newest one or the, the one before it. Yeah. It, it's absolutely fantastic. I'll check it out. And I'll check it out. Uh, yeah, it, please do check out Bark and Jack if you haven't already seen it. It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sure that, you know, he's going he's gonna to e-transfer some money to me for saying that for the plug <laughs> on... Uh, <laughs> on the Roldorf Cafe. Oh, of course. Yeah, because I know it likes coffee, but we got cafe in our name. There you go. You see. We'll also take mugs as payment. Mugs. Yeah, he's got that cool mug, right? Yeah, I'm a mug guy. Well, you've got quite the mug. He's got quite the mug. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it. I think that's all we got time for. Is it? So, this 
has been the Roldorf Cafe cool. with Kino, Hola. Scott, Thank you very much. and the Gov. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Are we going to use that now? No, go. no, we're not. Can I'm, I be the messiah? <laughs> well, that is your name. Yeah, there you go. I, mean, I guess it's a win-win for me. It is, yeah. I shall be the tailor. Uh, so, yeah. so thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode of the Roldorf Cafe. We love you all. We'd love to get your feedback. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear your stories. Uh, maybe we can present them here. So uh, thank you very much. Until next time. See you later. Grab a Negroni. Oh, that too. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>